Hello, everyone, and welcome to the debut episode of the Smoking Lariat Podcast. I am your host, Tenacious Nick, here with my co-host, Smokehouse Shane, and... Uh, Oh, Smokehouse Shane, is that what, is that what was decided on? I, I didn't know what was decided. I thought Smokehouse would work, uh, but... I don't you, feel I like... I don't feel I eat ribs enough for that, Nick. I feel like that's you. That's true. I do, my, I do like my ribs. I do like my ribs. But uh, we'll, we'll yeah. go with Smoke and Shane for now. We'll go smoke with that. Smoke and Shane. All right. Smoke and Shane here. The debut episode of the Smoke and Lariat podcast, a historic night, uh, mostly because it is our very first episode of the of the podcast. That is the only reason. Only that reason. Only reason. Only that reason. Today, that's the only reason why today, Tuesday, January 10th, that approximately 8 p.m. PST, that is the only relevant reason why today is important in the only, world of only wrestling. Reason. It's not like someone just sold a multi-billion dollar wrestling promotion to a foreign country no it's not like that happened technically that hasn't officially been announced and i know it's a multi-billion dollar company (laughs) but we have to remember this is a toddler and we took away his toys (laughs) so now he has to come back and break them so the rest of us can't play with them or enjoy them if i can't have them no one can you're fired (laughs) Exactly. Until two years later, when I need your vote for something, I'm going to bring you back in so you can be my little playthings again. All right. (laughs) I have strong opinions about this. I had no idea what you're talking about. No, no idea. No idea. No idea whatsoever. (laughs) But uh, before we get too off track, um, let's let let us introduce ourselves. The the podcast premise. we are the Smoke and Lariat podcast. We are. We don't know what our official podcast schedule will be, but once we do, we will tell you. We'll plug that in. Um, we are here to break down our. Uh, we're here to do pay per view reviews. We are here to do reviews on live events that we saw. We are here to just give our basics, our everyday opinion on the business as a whole. And something crazy pops up, we'll probably end up dropping a podcast. You can hear kind of what our thoughts are, because if we can say anything, the last year and a half of wrestling has been uh, pretty insane. Yeah, insane, probably being an understatement. Um, Within uh, almost a a year and a half span, you have CM Punk debuting and then completely leaving. But he might be back. you, you got, and your, for all of you that can't see, the man is wearing a CM Punk Run the Jewels collab T-shirt, and I love this kid to death. But I swear to God, no, stop it with your CM Punk crap. <laughs> CM Punk, I love you. You're the reason why I got back into wrestling, but I do not care anymore. Stay away. You just like the drama. We don't need it to be <laughs> high school anymore, please. I beg you, stop. I, I just want. That one, ma- I want uh, one last match. I just want Punk and FTR versus Omega and the Young Bucks. It's probably never going to happen. I just want that match, just like everybody, every other fantasy booker out there that's been booking this since the pipe bomb, since the great bomb happened. But great bomb, I like that. The brawl out at all out. 
Yep. But, so um, before we keep getting on these tangents, we're kind of yeah, we're going to be a show that does like reviews, uh, anything going on, kind of major and wrestling's happening. We're going to any shows, we see anything live as it happens, just kind of stuff like that. But schedule wise, we're not quite sure how it's going to be. I mean, we are just getting started in this. We're not like okay, we're going every week and we're going to have new content and we know exactly what we're doing. Nope. We're flying by the seat of our pants. We're not, like every we're not wrestling, wrestling talk. <laughs> we we like no. wrestle talk, but we're we not, not wrestle what culture talk. wrestling. <laughs> yeah. We are we are uh as you go basis. <laughs> For now, it depends on how much you guys like us. Exactly. So don't please like and subscribe. Uh like our Instagram page, like our official YouTube channel, which will be up very shortly once we get the logo finalized and this recorded and uploaded i'll take care of that shane don't worry um i appreciate you my tech friend you know my knowledge is that of a baby boomer a baby boomer that just got hit in the head with a frying pan hey we know how many times i've been hit in the head we don't need to be joking about no more frying pans (laughs) true but uh let's what i really wanted to break down on this podcast um Aside from the whole shit that just broke not even like an hour and a half ago, I I wanted like to basically just talk about like what got us into wrestling. What made us like like this like yeah, just like the act of professional wrestling, what got us hooked as fans. And uh like the very first match you saw, you've told me. I, I know you've told me uh it was um more than once. More than once, you told me. Yeah, no, I, I'll, let you, was, I can, I'll let you exp- tell the story. It, it wasn't the first match that I saw. I'd watched it here or there beforehand, but my parents were always like super against wrestling. Like it's just acting, like it's violence, like there's no real reason for it. And but I still kind of liked it. And then I was watching, and it was the uh, it was the SmackDown after uh what was it is it wrestlemania 24 i believe so so wrestlemania 24 so that's 2008 um so it was the smackdown after mania and they were doing still doing mania recaps and 08 was i'm sorry i'm lo- i'm sorry i love you and my parents were out and so i was watching it and that moment's the reason why i became a pro wrestling fan um, my parents came home and I was bawling in the living room. Like they're like, "Why are you crying?" And I'm like, "This happened." And they're like, "It's fake, yada yada yada. It's fake. It's fake. Don't worry about it." And looking back on, I'm like, "Yeah, but it's the same thing as if you cry when Bambi's mom dies, isn't it?" Yeah. Like and it's that's... the same general concept. It's like crying when your favorite character got killed off in your favorite in series. Like it's it's exactly that... just. Just because it's quote unquote not real doesn't mean you you can't you're not allowed to be connected to it doesn't mean you're not allowed to find enjoyment in it and right it's like I, my favorite way to describe pro wrestling to people is I'm like so pro wrestling is soap operas for rednecks yeah that 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 that's what it is it's violent soap operas. And we can attest to this. Look at the feud. Look at the number one storyline in the world right now that everyone's talking about. It's a fucking soap opera, people. 
It's a goddamn daytime soap opera. That is what we're watching and enjoying. Yeah. For now until everyone's, Sammy leaves. Yeah, everyone's enjoying. I think the cross my fingers. They're doing the bloodline storyline perfectly. And I think if if they regardless of how things are going to turn out with the sale, if if they do everything perfectly, it should be KO loses at at Rumble. Sammy somehow gets a shot at the title by I don't know if like he ends up fucking over the Usos or the Usos fuck over Sammy in the Rumble, but they they're somehow somehow you get to Reigns and and Zayn before Mania. Yeah. See, I say Reigns and Zayn at Mania. <clears throat> I've got Roman double booked at Mania. Roman Roman's working two nights, guaranteed. He's gonna. The thing is, I, all right. Here, what's your main event at Mania? <laughs> That's not fair because the main event, as got, long as he's healthy, the main event of night two is Dwayne the Boulder Johnson against the Samoan Spear, fucking Roman Reigns. That but that, you, that's but you night have two. you have Zayn. At night one, we're Roman. I don't have it. I don't have that as the main event. I've got the exhibition, whatever, the Stone Cold, or or something more to leave people on a high on night one. Because I don't actually. Yeah, I, mean, I got I got Cody. I, I got I got Cody penciled in winning the Rumble and the and the and uh, Mania, but the thing is. This is where I contradict myself because you can't. I don't know if you have Reigns lose on night one and then have him wrestle Rock at night two, or you have Rock wrestle night one. Okay, no, 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 no. I got you because I got your out for Rock losing at night two. So. Night one happened. Hmm. I just thought of another storyline, but okay. there's going to be a no. lot of fantasy booking here, folks. <laughs> yes. All of a sudden, hey, there's fantasy booking, and we didn't even plan this. <laughs> so, so here you go. Here's your storyline. So you've got Cody. You got Cody coming back and Cody winning. So you got Cody Roman night one. All right. Okay. That's when Sammy turns. Sammy guarantees Cody's win by turning on Roman at night one, going full face at the end of night one. That's how you leave people going home happy. Okay. Cody with a belt, Sammy's turned. Are they are, are they mm-hmm. gonna split him? Yes. Okay. That then sense. at night two, he's holding the SmackDown belt, because that, that's the Raw belt. The Raw belt's the one he's losing. Roman's keeping the SmackDown title. Whichever one they decide to keep on SmackDown, that's the one That's the one he's holding on to. Yes. Like, period. But night two, how you get around Rock losing 
is Roman is so shattered that he has to make sure that the Usos decide which leader of the tribe they want, and they pick Roman. And they okay. interfere, and they make sure Rock loses. Okay. So it's so, like... so you come out of WrestleMania, you've got face Sami Zayn, WWE champion, we'll say that's the one that gets split, and that's what the new one's called. We got Cody with the WWE title. You've got Rock losing to Roman, which is what they wanted at the end of it all. They wanted Roman on top of Rock. Yeah, they wanted... And you've, adva- and you've advanced the Tribal Chief storyline by putting in the niches of Sammy turning and then the tribe choosing Roman as the leader of the tribe. Yeah. It, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, but now that Vince is back, there's not a chance in hell that's happening. <laughs> nah, he's gonna... He's gonna freaking kill off Sammy. <laughs> he is. He's gonna kill off Sammy when Uncle Howdy freezes him and then chips him away into nothingness. No, they'll 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 do a freaking actual execution. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's a little too far. A live execution on television. We're they're gonna sandman him. Oh Lord. In Saudi Arabia. Just, just crucify him. Yes. <laughs> Anywho, there's a lot of things that are going to be very interesting moving forward with this geopolitically. Yes, the yeah, uh, that's why it's going to be hard to actually like watch the product. I know we're starting a podcast on pro wrestling, and we're basically both like morally against supporting this brand if that's what's going to happen because we're supporting blood washing, sports washing, sports washing. Excuse me. I hey, I watch AEW most of the time, so hey. <laughs> but Fair enough. It's they they're still gonna we're still gonna cover them. I just I know I just know for a fact morally it's wrong, and there's so much better wrestling out there. Like the stories, the stories that the stories being told on WWE right now are good. I think the match qualities on AEW are somewhat better. I always, I, it's you, you can't, I, 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 you can't compare WWE style and AEW style. AEW is the indie style, yes, and WWE, WWE runs is more their in-house. Yes, yeah, WWE runs their in-house but, style. It's a formula, but I, I think it's just going to be. It's really going to be interesting. Is really going to be interesting because I think the news of this is going to put eyes on other the other promotions products as well because people are going to be wanting to search for those alternatives. Yay! NWA is going to get more eyes. Triple H, buy it, please. Pirate is, is that what his name is now? Pirus, yeah. The fu- Yay. formerly Pyrus. known as Funkasaurus Rex. Tyrus is the greatest champion in the world right now. Him versus Kazuchika Okada. Eight stars at the Tokyo Dome. What were you drinking? <laughs> Absinthe. Oh, Straight. Gosh. At room temperature. Whew. Anywho. <laughs> so. Because I hate my liver. That, that about does it. I almost, I almost, uh. 
I was going to make myself a honey and coke, and then I forgot. I might make it later tonight before I go to bed. Just a glass. Um. So, what got me? Yeah. Okay. Me. So back, back to the straight and narrows. I yeah, got this... one specific instance. Now I get to hear for the very first time, Nick. How'd you get into wrestling? It was um, one day I was channel surfing, I believe, sometime around early 2006. And I see on the TV the boogeyman uh, freaking out Booker T and Charmel. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? So I got to keep watching. I'm watching. And so next scene comes out. Then it's fucking um, Kurt Angle comes out. And I don't know what's going on. It's like I vaguely remember this. But they're built. They're trying to build towards. There, it's the build towards Mania 22. So the big triple threat match between Angle, Orton, and Mysterio. And they're, they're doing the, th- the three-way interview where you have Angle on like angles in the center Mysterio's on one end and Orton's on the other. And I just remember just getting hooked at on Ray Mysterio because a, the mask B is just the way he held himself as a character. And then once I finally saw him in ring, just the way he could fucking go. And that, um, I believe like a couple weeks after that, it was Mania, Mania 22 had happened. I saw the results. Ray's world heavyweight champion. I'm on top of the world. I bought, I, that was actually the first, I bought that WrestleMania on DVD. I had that on DVD. Um, so I was able to actually watch, once I got on DVD, I was actually able to watch the whole card from top to bottom. And it's actually, if you go back, it is actually a a decent mania and you get the you get the second money in the bank ladder match that had uh matt hardy doing i believe either side effect or the twist of fate off the top of the ladder with rick flair going through the fucking ladder i think it was a twist the free what do you mean this free mating will end in 10 minutes fuck you <laughs> super zoom and then um you also oh, get the shit then we may have to we're gonna have to upgrade it. Sorry, right. we'll figure we'll figure it out. Um, we get we get you get um the no holds barred match between Shawn Michaels and Vince, the hardcore match between Edge and McFoley, and then yeah, the main event with Cena and Triple H, and I I thought the card was okay, but really what. It was like that whole year between Mania 22 and 23 was really what got me my my hook sinked into the product. Because you get the rise of you get DX reunion re, reunited. Uh, Batista came back from injury only to come, get injured again. Um, you get Taker winning the Royal Rumble at number 30. And then Michaels was in at 29, so you get that match. I my dad, I think my dad bought me that pay-per-view. My dad bought me the that SummerSlam too. He I think he got me all the pay-per-views that year. 
well, not all the pay-per-views, but like the big ones. And I remember, four. yeah, the big four. Um, and then I remember I got, I watched uh, WrestleMania 23 was my first Mania I watched live. I remember I was like, I had a, a friend come over. I had like a big party. I had wings. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it was, it was a fun time watching that, that pay-per-view. It was, it was good, good memories. And yeah, I've been, I've been a fan since I, I, I stopped watching the product. I say maybe like, right. 2013, like right, right around the time punk left 2014 ish. Cause I, re- I think I remember what I remember seeing Taker lose. I remember the streak hat being, and then I think I just tuned out for a bit and then what really got me back into the product was like one of my one of my favorite rappers I was listening to, West Side Gun. He always he always like does in his raps, he always like makes references to wrestlers and wrestling moves and whatnot. And so I was like, ah, this is dope. This is tight. And then I see I see a photo of him at AEW at double or nothing. And I was like, oh, let me pull up this this event up. And so I'm I'm just watching the very first double or nothing on my phone. And I'm just like trying to figure out who these guys are. But I was I, like I was hooked the whole time. And then I saw Cody versus Dustin. And that's what sold me on AEW. It was that match. Yeah. That that particular match. So Cody, if you're ever seeing this podcast, thank you. And uh, I hope you come back sometime <laughs> after after yeah. you achieve what you achieve. <laughs> but yeah, my uh, I lost, so I watched it and I liked it. But like everyone I knew thought it was weird, so like I kind of liked it in secret. Didn't really comprehend like kind of what was going on, but like should known I was going to be a hardcore when I was younger. Like looking back on it. Like my favorite two guys were Kofi Kingston and John Morrison. Yeah, you, li- you like, like mid card guys. Like <laughs> I've always like I've always liked the IC title guys. I don't fucking know why. It's really annoying because my guys are always like, "We're never, they're never gonna get a push." Gets the belt, yay! Brock Lesnar, eight seconds. Fuck. Vince booking one hundred and one, baby. <laughs> Yeah, make your baby so, face champ look weak as fuck. Yeah, so for me, I finally really started getting into it though after uh, Punk's pipe bomb, the first one, like Punk's pipe bomb, the first one. Yes. Um, because I in I high school, Cabana, how you doing? Yeah, exactly. The um, I had a friend, or I was friends with the. Uh, uh, PA guy at my high school and he was a wrestling guy and so we would start talking about stuff and that's how I kind of got into it and then actually for me it was uh, what culture wrestling videos back at the very beginning of them like the very beginning of them before this explosion of wrestling content on YouTube yeah like back when they were the first ones doing it yeah. um and that's kind of where it was for me. And then I just kind of followed 
almost like all of pro wrestling just kind of casually. And then I watched All Out or All All In. All In. Yeah, yeah All In I was the first all, one. Yeah, I watched All In and I saw Cody come up and break the the uh, throne with a golden sledgehammer and I just went oh good god this is about to get really fucking fun and then like three years later he taped it all up <laughs> like yeah here you, here you go Hunter I got yeah, this all yeah. ready for you yeah but I didn't see it as a move at trips honestly I saw, I saw it as it a more thing of a, yeah it's more of I a saw, job, but just the company at whole, I think. Exactly, and Trips is the representation of the company as a whole. So, like, and, when you look at him... Yeah, go on. When you look at Daddy Trips, it's a totally different... He is... Something happened in his life, and he, like, he changed drastically from where he was to where he is. Yeah. And it's like after that happened, it's like, oh, it's a different person, kind of like Cena. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just today, I was re-watching the uh, Triple Threat in the uh, Triple Threat at Royal Rumble 2015, him, Brock, and Seth. Oh, yeah. And he walks out, and uh, Cena walks out, and the boot, just the wave, this is peak Cena wins lull era. Like, He's just blanket of booze. And he's, and he's just, he's like waving his arms up. He's like, uh-huh. He wants the heat. Yeah. He, wants, that he heat. wants it. He wants more and more and more of it. And I'm just like, man, why couldn't they have let him be a heel? Because when he's able to like feed he into he being able it. to be an anti-hero or a straight heel, like when we look at One Night Stand 06, like, I prefer him in that persona, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. I think he works better as it. He he looks he works great as like an arrogant, cocky. He really does. Heel. When he leans into the Cena wins lull move, he really does have a good heel character. Yes, he does. Vince right. just never wanted him to have it. Yeah. <laughs> no, Vince just saw him as a big marketable toy. For children, literally a years. human action figure. Basically, well, yeah. Have you seen his fucking shoulders? They're like fucking. Yes, I have. <laughs> oh yeah, you have the shirt. You're on camera. I was about we to have say, like mother- I st- pull yeah, up the no, shirt. So- we got a minute thirty left. <laughs> so for better or worse, my first ever show I went to was Hell in a Cell 2015 with that fucking red goddamn cage. Oh god! It was it was so much. It was so fun though. Like I got to keep my seat because I had floor seats. I got to um go backstage, meet tons of wrestlers. It was super fun. Missed meeting Dean Ambrose because Jerry Lawler couldn't shut his fucking yap. But you know what else is new? What should you expect from Jerry? Yep. I was sitting soft cam though, and Cena threw his shirt, and I caught it. So I have Cena's John Cena's actual shirt hanging in my closet. He was thinking of wearing it tomorrow, but it might it might be a little too big for him to actually fit into because yeah, Cena's was a two X back then. All right, gentlemen, and well, ladies and gentlemen, and however you identify, we do not discriminate here. We are out of time here, unfortunately. We will try to buy 
the premium version of Zoom so we can record longer. But uh, please like and subscribe the Smoking Lariat podcast on Instagram and on, on YouTube. And uh, we look forward to talking to you more about pro wrestling as new as more news comes along. I am Tenacious Nick here with Smoking Shane. Thank you, everybody. Thank <laughs> you.